0: Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark
1: Hoke.
0: It's another Saturday night. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I ain't got nobody.
1: How are you so much more full of energy at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning than you are at 8 p.m. on a Saturday night?
0: It's Saturday night uh, here on the Mark Hoke Show. I thought I'd start with a little, you know, nice... Song, little tune. Yeah, no. What's wrong with that? Do you really need me to? Saturday, Saturday. I oh, g- good I, lord, Bernie you know,
1: Tobin's rolling in his grave.
0: Well, you know, I'm not helping John. You certainly aren't. You're not even Reg Dwight. Wow. Yeah. Can I be? Can I at least be the guy in the duck suit? Sure. That's Elton John. <laughs> I win. Anyway, <laughs> welcome. You to- can be the
1: gobbledygooker.
0: No. Good lord. <sighs> I don't even know what to say to that. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being <laughs> with us. Another special Saturday night edition of the Mark Hoke Show on KDWN. 101.5 FM, 720 AM, the talk of Las Vegas. It's a station so nice, it's on your dial twice. Isn't that fantastic? That's lovely. Thank you. Best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I do have one of my riding partners with me tonight. Woo! in an old... Well, not an old school the eighties Chicago White Sox jersey, Carlton one, Fisk, baby. One that the Baltimore Orioles clobbered them in <laughs> on their way to a World Series championship. There you go. No, no reaction to that fish. No. You are a Dodgers fan; you could care less. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> well, we're going to be talking some pro wrestling for you for the next hour, and of course, don't forget tomorrow we've got our regular show at eight a.m. Here on KDWN, that is Pacific Time. And we are just 20 hours, 51 minutes, and 39
1: seconds away from FSW's Survival of the Fittest.
0: Hammerstone's going to be there. That's always a must-see.
1: Uh, Hammerstone and TBD versus Lights Camera Faction. I'm more interested
0: in to see the Matt Vandergriff versus Jay Vidal match. You know, Matt Vandergriff, I, if you have not seen him, you really ought to look him up on the Internet. I I've, Since Joe and I started working together, uh, with, well, working with us... I've gotten to see Vandergriff a few times. That guy, if he isn't material to be an AEW or WWE guy, man, I, I guess I just lost my eyesight because what? he is to tur- oh. Jay Vidal is great too.
1: Yeah, and and Jay Vidal is thinks so highly of himself that if he doesn't beat Vandergriff tomorrow, he's leaving FSW.
0: Well, say goodbye, Jay. It was nice knowing you, buddy.
1: It's it, it's the no limits title versus uh the career for Jay Vidal.
0: Double double schmoz coming up, I think, from Joe DeFalco uh, on that one. I think it's gonna be a lot of schmoazes. Yeah, but that but it, I would highly suggest going to that. It's five PM over at the Silver Nugget tomorrow night. It's gonna be a great time and a terrific card. And and if you haven't seen Hammerstone, by the way, if you've never seen that guy close up, yikes. There's a guy who who's going to get a, a call from either
1: AEW or WWE or Impact, one of the three bigger uh, well, he's
0: on. M- he's the MLW champion too. Yeah, but still, he, he he is bound for bigger and better things. Would you say that MLW is not as big as Impact?
1: I would say that. that's It's WWE and AEW at the top. If they're if on a scale of one to ten, they're the tens. I would say Impact is an eight, and MLW is like a seven and a half.
0: Yeah, I MLW getting some good crowds. People are watching that show. So, I mean, I. The Hammerstone Jacob Foutu match, which oh. they they had both held titles in MLW forever. Foutu was the world champion and um Hammerstone had I believe, had the national title if I yes. remember. And I, what a match Jacob. that was. I, I love Jacob Foutu. Yeah, you got to see him when we against Killer Cross. Yes. That was Killer Cross then. Yes. When his first match at WWE, that was a blast. Yes, it was. Got to see Scarlet Code red Jacob fouled too. I'll Which never was, forget that. Uh, no, that was a, oh. Wow. And not only is she gorgeous, but, she's deadly. But yeah, Vince didn't think he was good enough. But anyway. <laughs> some drama going on, my friend. Save the drama for your mama. Lots of drama in the land of all elite wrestling. Do you think
1: before we get into the drama? And I know that this is this is a specific drama but it seems that there is lately more drama in AEW than there has been do you think that they're even slightly beginning to feel pressure from the new and improved WWE
0: um i don't i don't think so i i they're still kind of doing their own thing i i think that certainly there should be concern in terms of talent jumping at a few people jumping at some point because right now at least you know, you know, we always talked about this. The grass was greener in AEW. Yeah. You could be who you wanted to be, do what you wanted to do. You you weren't constrained by all the crazy rules that Vince McMahon had. Well, they're all gone now. Or they're they're getting there. But you still gotta wait and see. Right. You still gotta wait and see but, how things but, go. I mean, I, I like the direction they're going, but you know, Triple H still has his hand picked people too. No, absolutely. So. But I
1: think AEW it was the perfect time for them that they were able to coast to the beginning because they were slightly different than WWE. They could put on a product and, and get people who who fans love from the WWE over to AEW. And now I think it's all of a sudden it's not that they weren't working hard, but now there's we have to work hard. We have to put on a good show. We can't do we can't do anything half ass because WWE is now at a level where they are doing everything that we're doing and can pay more
0: yeah and i it's it's really going to come down to you know i think a lot of keep good relationships keeping people happy in AEW and you know, and i don't and you know you're not going to keep everybody happy in either organization there's a ton of talent in both of them you know and some are going to get pushed yeah, i mean you know, it was like that with the NWA and um WWF and of course when it became WCW there are people that were really happy in WCW, there were people that weren't, and they went to WWE and vice versa. Cause so you you saw a a ton of talent switching. Of course at the end it you know, obviously WCW lost yeah. the fight, but But I mean last week we had the discussion
1: about MJF and he still has not made a return.
0: The the rumors are he is going to be back shortly. Okay. I've just been reading a few stories that okay. they are they are getting ready for the return of my good buddy Maxwell Jacob Friedman. But let's let us get on to
1: the actual story where there is actual drama because rumor has it that it was close to a, a major player in AEW possibly quitting. So,
0: our good buddy CM Punk... You know what CM stands for, by the way? What do you, what do you think it stands for? It stands for? for Chick Magnet. That would be my understanding of it, too. Good for him. But, Mr. Punk Phil Brooks... Was apparently not a happy camper. And actually threatened to no-show dynamite this week. I don't know where all these guys are getting off thinking that no-showing... See what Sasha and Naomi started? Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't go well for them. They they lucked out. Let's yeah. just put it this way. They lucked out with Vince well, we're still Well, we're, we're still waiting for them to come back. I, I predict there will be a comeback. Oh, surely. absolutely. In a big way. But... Apparently, Punk didn't like the direction and the way things were going in AEW. He came on Dynamite. You hear the music, and everybody's like, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, here comes Punk. He's going to do another big promo, and off we go. Holy cow. Talk about going into business for yourself, kids. You know, if Punk... I don't know what to say, but I should finish the story. So Punk... apparently, Mr. Brooks had some issues with Mr. Page. So CM Punk cuts this promo. So he's getting in the ring and you know hyping up matches and stuff. But he leads off. Of course, we're getting ready for the match with Moxley to unify the AEW titles. And he goes out and rips Adam Hangman Adam Page calls him out. Now, here, which, that happens a lot in wrestling, right? I, I, I'm going to get you, man. Get out of here. Except so for one little problem. They didn't plan to do that.
1: No. And, well, two big little problems. They didn't plan to do it, and apparently Mr. Page is exceedingly popular backstage. He is.
0: So, Hangman Adam Page is getting called out to come to the ring. He's there. But this is not in the plans for the show. So Paige doesn't come out. Punk calls him a coward and then moves on. And this apparently has not sat well with the gang in the back. No. Well, apparently, now,
1: apparently Punk had an issue with Mr. Page prior to their Double or Nothing event.
0: And he made a comment... About Well, Hangman Adam Page made a comment about how he had to save the locker room from CM Punk in that lead-up. A little bit about Colt Cabana, too, but that was the, apparently no, no, the big but, thing that well, he was see, angry well, about. I,
1: well, it's funny. I'm hearing the big thing he was angry about was the Colt Cabana, uh, co- uh, co- the, without getting CM Punk's permission
0: to speak about the Colt Cabana situation. And for those that don't know what happened there, Colt Cabana is a guy who was mostly in the indies, did a little bit of time in WWE, not much. But they were big friends for a very long time. And it was then,
1: actually on Colt Cabana's podcast that CM Punk came out and said that he was suing the WWE, and that's where all his his vitriol about the WWE came out, was on Colt Cabana's podcast. Right.
0: And that was after Punk left. And Punk had said that his medical conditions that he had, especially a, a staph infection that was really bad, was Dr. Amon, the guy from WWE's fault, and... They got sued by WWE. But then, in a nice little twist, they Punk and Cabana sued each other. Because apparently there was a ag- verbal agreement that Punk was going to pay Cabana's legal costs if they talked about this, blah, blah, blah. And he did not. And yikes. So here's CM Punk. Of course, everybody was kind of... That was one thing I think that got really underrated, that... They were back in the same company again, and what was going to happen was there going to be any fallout with for Colt Cabana with CM Punk being being a top guy?
1: Colt Cabana was taken unceremoniously dumped out of the Dark Order, and I don't know if he was actually released. A rumor I heard that he was not going to be released, but switched over to Ring of Honor.
0: Yeah, he yeah, and they were actually well, they there was rumor they wanted to let him that Punk was kind of pushing to get him out of there. And then they decided not to do that. But Punk has not made friends in the locker room. And it's one thing to not make friends with people who may be a little gruff or a little, you know, not so locker room friendly. But he has gone after Colt Cabana and Hangman Adam Page, who are two of the most popular people in that company. Picture yourself, everybody, and by the way, we're on the Mark Hoke Show on KDWN, 101.5 FM, 720, twenty I'm Mark Hoke, Andrew Fishfein. That's me. Picture yourself going to work in a new company, and you may know some people there, but you decide after a while that you're going to say bad things about the two most popular people in your office, (laughs) and you're not just going to do it, you know, "Hey, hey, Steve. I don't really like this guy. You're going to do it over the microphone with a PA system or a video to everybody. Picture that for a
1: minute. Well, yeah, but you also got to remember, it's not like Punk is a lower level guy. He was brought in as a top guy.
0: Right. This is a pretty wild situation, and hey. you know, I look, and I and I have issues with Punk in terms of just some of the th- other things that he said. Um, great. He cut, I, he I didn't... Cut, he cut some great promos against he cut, Eddie Kingston. He, he, he cuts a, he, he does a great promo. No doubt about that. You know, but he hasn't wrestled as well as I think he should have. Your feelings about this issue, about a, the abortion issue, but him wearing T-shirts out there, probably not the smartest move. You know, you keep... Entertainment politics... Especially not in wrestling. No, I. I, I agree. mean, you you can do. Over the years, you've had the general things done, which mostly mostly is around patriotism and you know Sergeant Slaughter and the Iron Sheik and and so on. The, those stories have been done for ages, but you know to have to have the wherewithal to wear something about abortion rights when you're going into a show in Texas. Eh, I don't know. Maybe not the best thing for business. Part of me thinks that CM, Punk's like, CM Punk likes to do it because he, draw, he likes to draw that attention. And, he, and, and here's the question. Now he's getting a lot of attention. And I think people are, you know, he was a contrarian in WWE. But a lot of people saw him as a hero in a lot of ways because he was, when he was cutting promos, he was saying things that a lot of us thought. Yes. You know, I and mean, you know that Vince McMahon wasn't going to let him go out and do the legendary pipe bomb promo where he was ripping him and Stephanie and Triple H and the company and John Cena without get, getting permission and Dwayne. Um, there's no way that's getting through without Vince's approval, right? But this is another thing altogether. When we say going into business for yourself, uh, in the wrestling world, that means that instead of doing you know doing a match and you know going through your promo or whatever that helps the company you're doing it for yourself like for example if you go off script and you beat somebody up in the ring that's going into business for yourself or you cut a promo on somebody that it wasn't planned and you're calling out a former the guy you beat for the world championship just a couple of months ago and calling him a coward without being able to do it. And he and and, they, said, they said it was—he claims it's a receipt, which means when somebody does something to you, you do it back. Like, Fish, if I'm in a match with you and I accidentally clock you in the head you know, and bust you open, well, I'm going to get a receipt for that somewhere down the yeah, road, J-J-J-B- and I'm going to get beat up. Yeah,
1: Stevie Richards gave JBL a receipt for bleeding up the Blue Meanie. Yes. But—and are you kind of burying the lead here, which to me is that for some reason— the match with John Moxley was moved from the All Out pay
0: per view to next Wednesday night on Dynamite. See, I don't know if they're related or not. I, I really, I, I think this is a, this is a totally different thing. I mean, obviously, Punk had just come back too. Um, you know, he made his first appearance last Cryer, week on AEW yeah. Dynamite and just kind of came out and they, you know, they had the little, hey, CM Punk's here, a little scrimmage, whatever. But this was his first time to really come out and present himself since that, you know, he'd broken his foot right after he won the world championship and been out, which is why there is an interim champion in AEW and John Moxley. And they had a pretty interesting promo, too. Punk tore him apart pretty hard. Yeah, he made a nice reference to the Shield. And there, But there was a pot shot where Moxley was kind of staring at him for a second, and Punk's like, anything you going to say and, Oh, I bet that made Mox mad.
1: Oh, I bet. And the question is, whose side does management end up coming down on? Because that's what's all. That's what's going to matter in the long run.
0: If it were me, this is what I would do. I, if I were Tony Khan, I'd be calling Punk into the office and saying, "Chill it out." Are you? Are you booking Punk to lose now? I don't know about that yet, but. Boy, when you do something like that, that is highly unacceptable. This is And, and, and the other issue is you now have a major locker room issue. You, know, you see stories all over the place at this point that people are so mad at him. And you wonder, and one thing that this goes back to now, why did Hangman Adam Page say that he was saving the AEW locker room from CM Punk? Why did he say that? And I got a feeling that Phil has since he showed up there are some people that are on his side but there are a lot of people that think he's come in and And thought he was the savior and has acted like it yes and 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 honestly tony khan by some of his non-actions has allowed that monster to grow, and what what caused that
1: monster? Though I'll be honest with you, is the fans. It's in two thousand seventeen and eighteen. At any WWE event, when he's nowhere around, everyone chanting CM Punk, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. It's it, it feeds it feeds into his ego, and you know he's a human being who's who's going to have obviously has, you have to have an ego in this business anyway, and it
0: just feeds into it. Yeah, it's very difficult, but I think giving him. Like letting him wear those those couple of shirts that he wore out, for example. No matter how you feel about the issue, take take the issue aside. If I'm running that company, I'm looking at him and saying, No. Yeah, you can't wear a no. BLM I mean whether I agree with it or not, you can't wear a BLM shirt. No. You know, he, he Tony Khan said he was actually asked about that and said, Well, we want to let our performers express themselves. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna let him do that, and then maybe you know Chris Jericho is a is a conservative. You know what if Chris Jericho came out with a Trump shirt on, and no matter how you feel about Donald Trump, right? No, you're as go- an example, the- you're still taking off half the fans. I was gonna say, you're going to alienate
1: somebody when you do that, no matter what. And the whole idea is to be all inclusive, not to alienate.
0: Right. It's it. It was dumb. You now Dante Martin for a while was wearing a BLM armband, which okay, you know I'm, he, he's not throwing it in my face. But when Punk comes out to the announce booth with Excalibur, and Excalibur says, "Nice shirt," yeah, I know. Uh, come on, now that I mean that made that even worse to me. Absolutely, because like, now you put Excalibur, 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 has, in it too. Excalibur
1: has to know better.
0: Yeah, that was dumb. But I think that they've let that monster get a little big for his britches, yeah, and yeah. somebody's got to tell him, cut it out. The problem is, if he threatens to, to quit. That's a that's
1: a pretty that's a that's aiming a howlitzer at a cockroach.
0: Yeah, that's that's a pretty good analogy, Fish. I but to be honest with you, would C, would AEW survive without CM Punk? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean I is the company better CM with Punk, him? Of course they are. CM Punk needs AEW because do you think the Triple H is gonna hire him back? No way. <laughs> no I, way. And it's funny, before he
1: came back to AEW, I thought WWE needed him. I don't think so much
0: anymore. No, and as of course, you know, it's always what's best for business. Would CM Punk showing up in WWE be best for business? Absolutely. Maybe in the short term. But do you want him running around and causing issues there too? You see what he's doing in AEW. Now, maybe in WWE, they keep his ego in check a little bit more because that's one thing that Tony Gaughan seems to, he, he let him run rampant a little too much. But this is going to be fascinating to see. And then to your point, we've got about uh, two minutes left here. To your point, actually about a minute because I have to talk about somebody. Does this match coming up, and if, if the rumor is it's still going to be, they, they're not going to settle the championship issue on Wednesday night. So they'll still have the match at, uh, what is it, all out? Yeah. Does Punk lose? After all that buildup and it, all that time, right, does he lose? It,
1: because you got to remember, when, when, and I know the analogy is going to sound weird,
0: but when the,
1: the curtain call happened with the click, the internet wasn't big, so it was a much bigger deal then than it would be if it happened now. Right. And, and, and Triple H got punished for it. Is this the same sort of thing where CM Punk is going to get punished for this?
0: I don't know if Tony Khan's got the guts to do it. He needs to. He needs to show everybody that he's the boss. Yes, he should show everybody that he's the boss. But you know, somebody else who's the boss is my uh, good friend James over at Trading Made Easy. Trading Mad Easy? Well, that's the website. Guys, if you want to make some money, at times it's tough. We all know it, right? Gas up, groceries up, fish's hair is not colored. He gave out all the hair coloring. (laughs) Hey, go to TradingMadeEasy.com and check out Trading Made Easy's automated day trading software. It's awesome. You get on there. You go to... Uh, Free webinar, check it out, and hey, you could be making money from the privacy of your home, 20, 30 minutes, boom, some quick trading, and you're out of there. Go to tradingmadeasy.com, give them a call to sign up for a trading session as well at 800-971-4160, that's 800-971-4160, one more time, 800-971-4160, tradingmadeasy.com, get in on it, guys. He's got all sorts of terrific people doing this. You're going to love it, I promise. And with the money you make from that, go out to eat at Family Soul. Yeah, we're going to talk about them a little bit later. New sponsor of the show. Hey, stick around. More on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in professional wrestling here in Las Vegas with myself, Mark Hoke, and my good buddy, Andrew Fane. Stick around, gang. We'll have more. A lot of fun stuff going on, including Somebody Said Wrestling in WWE. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Mark Hoke. Has out-of-control inflation, gas prices, and grocery costs wrecked your wallet? Then check into automated day trading with Trading Made Easy. Trading Made Easy has spent five years helping people put cash in their pockets with their simple-to-use day trading software. So if you're ready to leave that 9-to-5 job behind, visit TradingMadeEasy.com or call 800-971-4160 to sign up for a free live training seminar right now. That's TradingMadeEasy.com. I'm Mark Hoke, and I've got to tell you about the incredible Family Soul Restaurant. They're the only soul food restaurant in northwest Las Vegas, and simply put, they're the best in the city. Dan and his family have always treated me like I was a part of theirs every time we come in, and we never leave hungry. Start off with the amazing appetizers like their mac and cheese crab balls, crispy wings, and Dan's soul rolls. Then dive into Family Soul's dinners with homemade catfish, hot links, and fried chicken with all the amazing sides you could ever want and finish it off with homemade peach cobbler and banana pudding. Plus, they're now open for breakfast Friday through Sunday, too. So head on over to Family Soul Restaurant right now at 2300 North Rainbow Boulevard, Suite 108, just off the Lake Mead and Cheyenne exits of I 95. Check them out at FamilySoulRestaurant.com or call Call 725-205-5085 for hours in their menu. Mention KDWN and get the People's Choice Special of Catfish, Yams, and Greens for just $15.99. It's food for the soul and the family, Family Soul Restaurant. Want more of the Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at the Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening. 1015 FM, 720 AM, KDON, The Talk of Las Vegas. Now, let's return to the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. Yeah, baby. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Who knew? Who knew? We're going to talk about that in a little bit here on the Mark Hoke Show. I am the aforementioned one. Mark Hoke, thanks for being with us on the Mark Hoke Show. Andrew Fishfane. Uh, the not aforementioned one. You were aforementioned in the beginning.
1: Yes, but not aforementioned at the bottom. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I wasn't. You were. I wasn't. It's all good. Okay. But you, got, you, got to, you have to say the best line in the promo when he talked about Eddie Kingston.
0: Yeah, that was pretty funny. I had to think about that one for a minute. This, of course, we're doing the pro wrestling thing here on KDWN, 101.5 FM, 720 AM, talk at Las Vegas. Yeah, in that promo that Punk uh, kind of went a little crazy on, he, he, said, he, he Mox, John Moxley came out the interim AEW World Champion and said, "You know you're good at being third. You're the <laughs> you're the third worst person in your you're the third best wrestler in your group, which is in the Blackpool Combat Club." And it's the second time that's happened, <laughs> making so, reference obviously so, to the Shield, shield of uh, when he was Dean Ambrose with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, and the second best or third best Eddie. Well, that was he's, Eddie Kingston, not to John Moxley. Well, he said that, but he's, well, he's, that's her Third best Eddie when he was talking about Eddie Kingston, too. And so it second came in threes.
1: best Kingston. That was just, wow. Just that was a, my favorite line. It's the second best Kingston the line. The second
0: best. referring to WWE's Kofi Kingston over the AEW version, Eddie Kingston. No relation. Yikes. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. But you know what? Maybe AEW needs to just have a nice family sit down dinner. I think that's what they need to do. Need Tony D'Angelo to host it. Yeah. Well, no, I got a better host for you. My buddy Dan over at Family Soul Restaurant, oh, who we yeah. want to welcome to the show. Absolutely. Fish I took you over there the other day. Oh, best catfish you, ever. You had a, the hot pepper lemon cat, hot pepper lemon catfish. Amazing. Unbelievable. They are Look, guys, I eat. Yes, you do. I eat. I am super fat right now. You make earthquake look skinny. Now that wasn't nice. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to get the best soul food in Las Vegas, I am telling you right now, you got to go over and see Dan over at Family Soul Restaurant. You are not going to beat it. Great apps, and the soul rolls are awesome. He takes a, he makes an egg roll, but it's stuffed with yams and greens. Dear God, and a dipping, sauce. and a and this like cranberry orange dipping sauce that's just out of this world. The catfish is amazing. That's what Amanda and I get almost every time we go over. Hot links, fried chicken, salmon, I mean, whatever you want. Plus, they're open for breakfast Friday through Sunday, too. And everyone there that works there is happy. Oh, man. Well, and it's a family. I mean, that's the cool thing about those guys. I've gone, and every time I've gone in there, fantastic service. They've treated me great. They treat my daughter terrific. You know, and and that means a lot to me, too. You know, because it's not just the food, it's the atmosphere and you know what kind of service you get so i got to tell you you get over there to family soul restaurant all week long breakfast time shrimp and grits ah 2300 north rainbow boulevard suite 108 if you want to give them a call phone number 725 205 5085 that's 725 205 5085 Website is family com. Make sure you say that Mark Hoke and the Mark Hoke show sent you. Yeah. Your code is KDWN and you're gonna get the people's choice dinner, which is catfish, yams, and greens, $15.99. And at people's elbow. <laughs> Dan's not throwing. But he but he's when we get Dan on the show, he's got a great story with Kenny King and when he had a ch- one of the championship belts in his hands that Kenny had from Ring of Honor. We'll get to talk about that. But check him out, please. Family Soul Restaurant. All right. By the way, there was something else happened on Dynamite this week, too, we probably should mention.
1: All right. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give That's what I like. Wow. It's Dynamite.
0: You didn't do that, Fish.
1: I did. J'Reilly Jackson. Every
0: time you mention it. <sighs> Just Kenny Omega coming back. So the former champ is back, the, and one of the top wrestlers in the world. If did, you
1: hear, did you hear the promo he cut after Dynamite went off the air? No, I didn't get to see that. It was amazing. He basically said, "I hate you guys for making me come back, but but I love you. Thank you."
0: Kenny Omega had to have shoulder surgery, knee surgery, uh, I think it was back, and he had a hernia too. Dude was messed up. Of course, you know he's very active in the ring. It's it's like young bucks in singles action, and was just. Busted up. He actually wrestled that match with Hangman Adam Page when he lost the title and couldn't raise one arm.
1: He he cut the most face heel promo I've ever heard in my life, and it was awesome. Hmm. I'm yeah. And it it happened when it went off the air. And basically, like I said, he thanked the audience for being the audience and for caring enough and, and for being there and for cheering him on and for booing and and and, and he, he was very sincere
0: with it. Yeah, and you know, Kenny doesn't think he's going to be doing this too much longer. I mean, and obviously that's got to go through your head with all the stuff that he had to have done. I mean, he was he was beat up very badly. When
1: you're a wrestler of Kenny Omega's caliber, do you say, I'm almost done, but my career won't be complete unless I at least wrestle a match
0: in WWE? I don't know. He was there for a little bit. He was actually in their developmental system, and they sent him packing, believe it or not. I don't know. I mean, he's done so much. Of course, was unbelievable in New Japan. He um, was won the World Tag Team titles and the World Championship in AEW. I, I, you know, plus he's an executive vice president no, of AEW I mean, too. But, right,
1: but do you have to, as a wrestler in general, not just Kenny Omega? Do you have to say, you know what, my res- my wrestling career? will I will be able to look back on it with pride if I got. Even just a, a shot in WWE, whether it was a good run, bad run, whatever, but I got to perform in
0: WWE. It is the benchmark. I think Kenny's okay with not being there. I really do. But, hey, one never knows. No, because guys like AJ Styles,
1: who I never thought would be in WWE, obviously now are mainstays.
0: Yeah, it, but like so Kenny's an executive vice president of all elite wrestling. Now, of course, we lost one before. Yeah, but see, Cody Rhodes was one, too, so... But Cody was kind of on the outside of the little yeah. group there. So I, I unless something would happen that AEW would fold. Which I, I don't I, see happening. I don't see Kenny leaving. so. But he is sensational. It looks like they're setting up of course he was the third man for the, the trios the, championship. In the trios the championship bucks. tournament with the Young Bucks. I think it'd be kind of fun if they lost, though. Could you imagine if the Dark Order beats them in the final? Because if you look at that bracket, the one side of the bracket was completely stacked and the other side was like Eh, eh. maybe the Dark Order is gonna get those titles, which would be great. Isn't the House of Black in it or they do they Yeah, they're or... over there on that side too. I like the House of Black. So we're gonna see Dark Order and House of Black with Hangman Page in the corner of Dark Order. That that could end up being the team that wins the title. Maybe. We'll see. But see the trios are fun. They've got a lot of they got a lot of fun trios. In AEW, and they've been planning this for a while. Yeah, but
1: they they have to, though, because, again, there are so many wrestlers, they have to get important storylines with people, and the only way to do that is to add, like, another belt like that.
0: Yeah, and the trios trios matches would be nice on Rampage on Friday night, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, the the three of them together were doing all their crazy stuff and some of those coordinated spots that I hate, (laughs) but in general... Man, I'll tell you, nobody does a match like that. Nobody does it better. And, by the way, tomorrow, remind me, Makes I have a question. For, said for the rest. Nobody does it quite the way half you do, as good as you. Maybe you're See, the best. you started it. I know. But remind me tomorrow, I have a question for Joe DeFalco about referee assignments. Ask Joe about referee assignments. Because Rick Knox <laughs> is the ref, was the referee for that match wasn't Charles Robinson? No. No, because <laughs> Rick Knox does every chaotic match in AEW. They have, like, a 10-man tag or a six-man tag or a Tornadoes tag team match. Rick Knox always gets the assignment, and I think I know why. Because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just sits there and lets them go. But, of course, referees are pivotal in wrestling matches because they're the ones that are communicating yep. between the wrestlers and the back. So, if they need to say, "Hey, you got to go to the Wrap finish it, of this match," up, yep. you know they're they're comes, passing the word on, or here, somebody gets yeah, hurt, they're here, passing the word back.
1: Here comes the schmaz, yeah, just whatever they they <laughs> they help
0: keep shows running on time. So it's, it's a it's a pretty important. Yeah, I heard you, I schmoz. Well, schmaz may not be a word you're going to hear on WWE, but personally. This this might have been the biggest happening in WWE this week. Now I could be wrong. I might be overlooking some matches or things that happened.
1: But yeah, the the winner of the intercontinent the new number one contender of the Intercontinental Championship is actually pretty
0: big because of who it is and the match it sets. It is Sheamus against Gunther, which people are going to be in oh, pain. That's going to be so if, amazing. If, have you watched the match by the way with with Dragunov? WALTER and off no, yet? I've not. Dude. <laughs> You want to see the some pain. There is some pain in that match. Both guys. I mean, Dragunov took a brutal beating. But but Sheamus? But, wow. But now, Gunther's going to have to dish it out to Sheamus. Dear Lord. And you see the direction that they're taking with Gunther, by the way. That, you know, they remember that Dragunov match, how tough he is. And, and Gunther actually slimmed down from then. He was about 300 pounds, and now he's about 270. They They have praised Gunther on his nutrition. And... They put him in with Shinsuke Nakamura, the King of Strong style, which means we had a nice hard-hitting match there. Now you're putting in with Sheamus.
1: Possibly the hardest hitter in WWE.
0: Possibly. So this is going to be—I'm I'm excited about that. But that wasn't the thing you were referring to. Not the thing I was referring to. We do get to go over the pond for this one. Clash of the castle, baby. It's two weeks from today. As Drew McIntyre is doing a promo with Kevin Owens former WWE Champion two-timer and the former Universal Champion. Are you ready for this? Now, this this may ready? not seem like a big deal. Dude, too much singing. Come on. I wasn't singing. I was just doing this. You were the, doing the, Are You Ready? Yeah, the, the DX thing. Okay, song. I thought you were saying, Are you ready? No, I was no. doing Are You Ready? See, it sounded like Are oh, You Ready? See what I mean? He said... I don't care if you're a prize fighter, a sports entertainer, or superstar. We're wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's just freaking wrestle. I love Drew McIntyre. Whoa! Brilliant. Now, Now, why? Brilliant. Great. It was terrific. Everybody went crazy. But it's not just because of what he said and how he said it. Because Vince McMahon had a list of dirty little
1: words that you couldn't say. You think that Vince McMahon's like at home watching, getting epiplectic about this? I
0: saw a great uh, gift that somebody put up that had Vince just bug it out. You know, it said <laughs> when Vince McMahon heard Drew McIntyre say wrestling. The reason that this is big for those that don't follow wrestling is that Vince had a list has a list of banned words that you couldn't say because he didn't want. World wrestling, the World Wrestling Federation, and or and WWE, to be compared to the old school territory days. That was back when everybody had their little section of the country, and you know, it was considered more of. Um, I'm trying to think. Now think about wrestling as opposed to wrestling. He wanted to take that stigma yeah, he, away. Yeah, he,
1: he didn't want the, the 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 feeling of being
0: at a carnival with a carny. Right. Good job. So there is a list of banned words. I I pulled this list, by the way, and I still the one I still don't
1: understand and never will is medical center instead of hospital. That was a good one.
0: And actually, do they have? Uh, let me see, well, let me let me run down the list. I don't know if hospital was on this list. It's not. So this is not a complete list, but I, I will give uh, sportsamaze.com credit for compiling this. But I may have to find another one because that is true. You couldn't say hospital. You had to say medical center. Local medical center. Yeah. Here's the, a, a list of words you could not say. Banned
1: words.
0: The password is <laughs> superstar. <laughs> Blood, choke, belt, strap. He eventually banned diva. Headshot, trauma, kayfabe, which means you're, um, you know, what? In storyline. In storyline as opposed to being out of storyline when you're behaving. Mofos. Mofos? That's on the list. (laughs) House show. That's, of course, it's a WWE live event. Don't want to say house show. DQ. The anti diva. That was banned. Spinal injuries, victim violence, violent. Wrestling wrestlers, WWF, of course, you don't want to I still don't know how they lost that lawsuit with the World Wildlife Fund. Because the panda's so adorable. Don't get mad at me for this one. Wife beater. So you, you know the white tank top. Yes. You can't say that. Uh, uh, you you weren't talking about Jason Kidd. <laughs> Fish. Curb stomp push is in getting a wrestler being pushed to the top. Yes. It's funny because they called it a stomp, but not a curb stomp. Yeah. Being over. Baby face heel, so you couldn't use those terms, which are the common terms for a good guy and a bad guy. Job, which means you are, lose. are, are the loser. You're you're going to lose. Jobber, that means you are a permanent. You're Barry jo- Horowitz. Yeah. Card, strangle, kill, murder, non-title, and attack.
1: See, some of them made sense, but the ones that didn't make sense to me never will.
0: Was why? What difference it made if you called it a belt or a strap? Because this is what Vince said about that. Vince said, a belt is something that holds your pants up. This is a title. That's what he
1: and, said. Because didn't he get mad at Braun Strowman for saying championship match? Yeah. Why? What's wrong with championship match?
0: I forgot the reasoning on that one. But it, it, but it was very interesting. Yeah, you did not say those or you got fined. You would get fined if you used any of those your terms. booking
1: would change.
0: Yeah, you had to be careful. Yeah, Vince McMahon is a very vindictive human being. No. But but for but here's the thing, for Drew McIntyre to use those terms that have been dirty 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 words in WWE for so long, it's another sign of with Triple H and Stephanie taking over, what's changing and you're, you're seeing the style of wrestling change too. And and it's okay to make that, I think to make the designation of you're a WWE superstar as opposed to professional wrestler, and that's what Vince said in the Pat McAfee interview. The reason that he doesn't want people to be called wrestlers is because anybody can. His rationale was anybody can be a pro wrestler, but not anybody can be a WWE super, superstar, and, and that makes absolute sense. It, so it really does. does.
1: I. I don't think that I would be mad if someone used the term wrestler. But I can see why you would want to be called a superstar because he's absolutely right. Anyone can wrestle. Not anyone can be a superstar.
0: So, how many of these dirty words are coming back? Yikes. There's a few. Well, Cody Rhodes said he's going to say belt and scrap, and he does find them all you want. But now it won't matter. But, yeah, yeah that, that
1: McIntyre promo was fantastic.
0: Yeah. And, once again, it's a, another signal and you, you almost wonder if Triple H put that in there as just a, a jab at Vince.
1: Well, no, because remember, they're not scripted now. Now it's bullet points or... or... Yeah, but you don't, you don't think that they had a little chat
0: about that before
1: he did it. I don't know, but I do love the
0: push that KO is now getting. And well-deserved. Absolutely. It's about time. I mean, he's been... Other than that feud he had with... Roman and he had a great feud with Seth Rollins, and then he had a, a feud over the Universal title with Roman Reigns. Which was phenomenal. Except for the botch you remember the botch in the uh last man standing match they had a little boo boo and they <laughs> kevin locked had had uh, locked roman reigns down with handcuffs to a post so right. he couldn't stand up Heyman had the key but couldn't get the cuffs open or couldn't get the couldn't get the lock open and um they had a 10 count well, the referee stopped counting at 8 because Heyman couldn't get the lock open. It was in a really weird position, and uh, but that, yeah, that, Kevin Owens should have been the universal champion the, that, that day. that
1: program between Owens, when Owens was a face, was, and Owens and Reigns was phenomenal.
0: Absolutely. By the way, we're on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDWN, 101.5 FM, 720 AM. That is Andrew Fish Fain. I'm me. Mark Hoke. And by the way, don't forget, tomorrow we'll be back on with our good friend from future stars of wrestling, Joe DeFalco. We may not make, get to mention this tomorrow with Joe, so,
1: so, so I wanna, I'm sorry, but I want to ask you about this. What do you think of Toxic Attractions run in the women's tag team tournament? That's going
0: to be intriguing. I, they, I like them. I'm not—I mean, Mandy Rose feels recycled a little bit to me. I don't know if they're going to win it, but— Hey, we you never know. They I,
1: I think it doesn't matter whoever wins it. I think that, that that's when Naomi and Sasha show up is is to face whoever wins it and, yeah. and show down with them.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be settled at the Clash in the Castle. Castle coming up. Man, what a great weekend that's going to be, by the way. Oh, absolutely, man! Saturday morning here we get WWE Clash at the Castle, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre main eventing that one, and then on Sunday we get AEW's number one pay per view all out. And think about this. And, next
1: next Sunday, we get to do our predictions for Clash at the Castle. The following Sunday, we can do our predictions for all out. Good point. I don't
0: this is gonna be a t and this will be you know, we, we haven't seen too many head to head matchups. They tried that and nobody came out happy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but this is this is gonna be an exciting, exciting weekend of wrestling to see what changes and you know, we mentioned what's going on this week with CM Punk and John Moxley. Of course, Moxley, Punk got hurt, had won the world title, double or nothing, right here in Las Vegas. Got hurt a few days later, broke his foot. So they named John Moxley the interim champ. Or well, they had a match for the interim championship, well, but Moxley and, won and, it. And
1: still, that, that that's what made no sense to me. Why not just say? You're not the interim champion, you are the champion, but whenever punk comes back, he gets the first shot at it, and then it's the same sort of thing and then now you don't have two champions
0: yeah they tried it it's it's different that's something that they never um you know never did before in pro wrestling because you know whenever somebody gets hurt, they just took the bell off yeah them. Finn Balor was
1: the first universal champion, lasted all of what a day
0: yeah, I mean that was horrible i I still feel for him took a that happened. that happened a few years ago when Seth Rollins uh, buckle-bombed him and then they had he took another hit outside the ring and messed his neck up and he, or separated his, his shoulder and he yeah. was out. I think that
1: Finn Balor right now is going to get the best push you're going to see with him in Judgment Day. I think it's, it's the best spot for Balor. Yeah, this is going to be... Yeah,
0: the Judgment Day is going to be interesting. I, I think they need to expand it more than just the three. Yeah, well, you, know, you knew my idea. Yeah. Did we say that on the air? The
1: the Bray Wyatt and, and she and Rhea Ripley's sister Abigail. I told you that. I, I believe, don't know if we said it on the I air. I believe you said it on the air. But yeah, that would be fascinating. I thought it was I thought the idea was awesome. I
0: love Rhea Ripley. And she can beat up a lot of guys.
1: Well, the whole idea of Rhea Ripley is so that Edge can bring in Beth Phoenix.
0: Mm. That wouldn't be bad. I'd like to see that fight. That's for sure. So yeah, this is this is gonna be something else, man. I'll tell you what. Um I'm just running down through here real quick just to see if there's any other matches we wanted to mention. But uh Sammy Zayn did get a pretty good pop on SmackDown, of course, being back up in Montreal. Yeah, he
1: always gets that pop up there.
0: Yeah. And Sammy saved the saved the tribal chief. Yes,
1: Sammy Zayn's doing some great work right now considering he's not a main eventer.
0: You know, I told I said this the other day that when we were listing off people that could get into the main event scene. You said Sami Zayn. I got Sammy in there and how much fun would that be to see him win the WWE championship? I think they're going to go the tag team route first with him and Kevin Owens. Of course, those two have been together forever. And by the way, did you notice that Sammy was called El Generico, or El Generico got mentioned on SmackDown, too, his former identity? I did not rem- Yeah, I- Michael Cole I- mentioned the word said El Generico.
1: I did like uh, Hit Row taking on the Maxim male models. So. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. Because I know how you feel about the Maxim male models.
0: <laughs> just no. No. It's going to be. It is a disease. An absolute disease. Yes. My God. Is it is an abject failure. And
1: well, I like Eli Drake.
0: You never know. Eli Drake. You just never know. All right, guys. Well, hey, we have to wrap it up because, of course, we've got the Trojan football report with Harvey Hyde coming up up here in just a little bit. He won't mention Roman Reigns. No, but we do want to thank all of you for listening to the Mark Hoke Show. Hey, if you want to give us a follow on our social media, Mark Hoke Show on Twitter, The Mark Hoke Show on Facebook, download those podcast. 49 Countries. Eat We picked up soul. South Dakota, by the way. My complaining worked. Eat families all. Yeah, but uh, com and all your favorite podcast outlets. All over the world, baby. We love it, and we thank you so much here in Las Vegas and every place on this big blue planet for listening to us. We'll be back tomorrow. Joe DeFalco, Andrew fishfein and myself at 8 a.m. here on KDWN. That's 11, p.m. Or 11 a.m. Eastern for all of you. Thank you so much. And, guys, hey, we'll see you tomorrow morning on the Mark Hoke Show. Have a great night, Las Vegas. Acknowledge us.